This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. Off the ball, getting inside the game on News Talk 106 to 108. It's a good uh, well, a good week of Champions League, and I'm delighted to have John Giles in the studio to talk about it. John, how are you? I'm good, Owen. Uh, last night, did it have the feel of a big European night? Well, there was a huge build-up to it, as you as as you would expect. I mean, Manchester United and Real Madrid is a, it's a dream game. Um, I thought in the second half it went a little bit dead. Mm. On well, because uh, Manchester United decided to they were yeah. going to defend, so it was it was uh, Real Madrid trying to. But I thought they would go. I thought it was a match where they would mm. go with, go at each other, and it didn't happen in that way. So at times I thought it was a bit drab. Now Manchester United. Made, Got a couple of breakaways, as we know, and, and they might have scored it better chances than than Madrid. Uh, but yeah, I mean, those games are always fascinating. Anyway, just on the bill, were you even heading in to do it for TV? Were you a bit more excited than you would be for yeah. an average Champions League oh, game? Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, as as we know, when you when you're talking about the group games, like it's it's not head to head really because you play one week and the, the, the aggregate score doesn't count. And and like most competitions, it takes a bit to to build up. Whether it's the World Cup or European Championships. Uh, and when you get into the knockout stages, as we're into now, with the draw, Manchester United against Real Madrid, it's uh, you know, it's it, you'd have to look forward to that. The build-up was remarkably nice and friendly as well, wasn't it? There was no everyone, Ferguson and Mourinho, telling each other how great they were, all that kind of thing. Yeah, well, they love each other, I think, and they they, they don't want to fall out with each other. But I, I had to, you have to laugh at some of the comments when, uh, like Alex Ferguson, makes me laugh most of the time. Uh, sometimes get get annoyed, uh, but at, at the other day he said. Uh, like Jose is he's always uh, into the mind games, uh, you know. But I'm not going to pay any heed to it. Like, like Ferguson's talking mm-hmm. about somebody else being into the the mind games, yeah. uh, but they seem to get on with each other, you know? and especially now. Uh, and for the last few years, Mourinho's is not a, a competitor. That looks genuine enough to you, does it? The respect I, they I think have for each other. Okay. I mean, you wouldn't bother putting that. No, on. I think Ferguson is okay as long as you're not competing against him. Mm-hmm. You know, when he was in the Premiership when he first came, they weren't the best of pals, and you know, Fergus is not pally with any of the managers because they're 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 they're, they're opponents of his. Whereas last night, well, okay, they're head to head last night, but Mourinho's in Spain now, so he's not competing with with Ferguson every week. Um, but I think they do get on. Yeah, you said it got a bit drab in the second half. Did Madrid just run out of ideas? Maybe. Well, they did. I, I tell you what, I found unbelievable on, and Mourinho is a terrific coach, as we know. But a basic thing, when the match, did you watch the match? Did you, yeah, yeah, watch as much as I could, yeah. Well, Rafael was having a nightmare, yeah. and Ronaldo had him in bits. He could have done anything, he could have given a penalty away or anything else. Now, I think when that happens, I know in, in my playing days, if that was, if, if I was say, playing with Leeds and it was Eddie Gray, was given, say, stay out wide, Eddie, we'll get the ball out to you. Because it's an obvious weak spot. And after the first 15 minutes, Ronaldo never played on the left wing after that. Mm. Indeed, for the whole second half, he played down the middle of the pitch where he was easily marked because there were so many players. And the obvious thing was, and left Rafael a free run, and he was having a nightmare anyway. Whereas the obvious thing was, stay out in the left wing. And he was really, really killing him, especially yeah. in the second half when it was very, very tight. And Mourinho should be insisting on that. Oh, definitely. Stay out there. Definitely. I mean, if he did it once or twice in the first half, uh, he has half time to say, look, just stay out wide. Because they had a lot of possession of the ball. Real Madrid and they weren't getting anything through the middle of the pitch because mm. it was too crowded so the obvious thing is to pull them out no better man than Ronaldo I, I mean Rafael was awful <laughs> even when he wasn't even when it wasn't Ronaldo yeah. he was he was in bits because you could see it 
you know, that happens to some lads. You, you can tell he was on a nightmare. He was diving in, missing tackles and all that. And he got a free run. Mm. He got a free run at it, you know, which I found amazing. It's funny because one of Ronaldo's former Manchester United teammates, I can't remember who it was, somebody he used to play, said that one thing Ronaldo was great at, especially as he developed his career, was identifying the weakest defender. Gary, on the, Gary Neville. Was it Neville who had said yeah, it? Yeah, Gary Neville had a, a column in the paper the other day where he said he, he called him a monster mm. and a bully because mm. he, would, he, would, he would seek out who was the weakest opponent, defendant, and go, go on him, as it were. Well, it, it didn't work last yeah, night. You know, he was on the guy early on, you know, on the left wing, and he was turning, turning them inside out. He was really dangerous. And anybody that went down the left wing in the first half was really dangerous against Rafael. I mean, it was one of those days where his head was gone, uh, Rafael. Rafael. It was really there for the taking. And it, it, after 50 minutes, he didn't play on the left wing at all. Maybe he's gotten so successful now that he is confident that he can take on any defender, would you think? Or Well, well if you're seeking out the weakest... You'd, you'd, you'd want to be blind not to see that Rafael was the weakest by a, by a long, long way. Yeah. I mean, as soon as the match started, every time he went at him, he was he was he was you know gone, he was falling down, he was falling over. Um, I mean, you didn't have to be a genius to work out that was the weak spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now I know what you're saying. You maybe try some, but if you've got somebody there and he's weak and you know he's weak, after 50 minutes you stay there and you make the most of it, and especially in the second half where again they were so cramped down the middle of the pitch that you know they actually made it easy for the Manchester United defenders because it wasn't there was nobody there was nobody wide at all and uh, I, I just I can't understand how Mourinho didn't insist on him going with um, Ronaldo himself yeah you now well I've got this fella on toast as we used to say in my day um, and didn't take advantage of it were you impressed with Ronaldo's leap for the header oh it was a great goal <laughs> great goal I mean he is a terrific header of the ball and I mean, he's such a big line he's about six foot one, six foot two, Ronaldo and uh you know, he 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 scored a couple for Manchester United like that. Remember in the European Cup final against Chelsea? Yeah. They think they played Essien at right back. Nessian didn't get off the ground and he headed in on the other side of the goal. He's a terrific header of the ball. Yeah, Ferguson mentioned a goal against Roma. He scored something similar where yeah. he just leaped up. Is that the kind of thing that footballers can teach themselves can, or can do physical work that allows them to do that? I think you can practice it. But, but, but some lads are natural headers anyway. And if they're natural headers, good natural headers, and then they practice as well. And of course, being as big as Ronaldo is, is, is a huge advantage. Yeah. Because once he, I mean, the height he got up last night, uh, you know, he's, he's about six foot one, six foot two, anyway. So most players, but but there wasn't much that much pace on the ball. That's why it was such a great header. Like he he made his own. He got a little swerve on it into the corner. Knew exactly what he was doing. It was a great header. Is he impressing you more and more? Is he a better player than when he left Man United? I think he's better than he was at Manchester United. I mean, I think he's about twenty seven, twenty eight now. Mm. So he's coming onto 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 his peak. I mean, he he, he he's, he's a goal scoring phenomenon. There's not I mean, the amount of goals he scored is unbelievable. On. Um, I mean, now I must be honest. He does still does things that irritate me uh, in his general play. Now, I haven't seen that much of him playing with, with Madrid, but um, you know, I think you know, say chasing back when he should. This is all to his own advantage. In it, you know, it's not just a question of chasing back on. But if you're playing in a tight game, especially when he's tightly marked, if you chase the ball back when the the opponents have it, you can't be marked. Mm. If you st- hold your ground and stay, then if you win the ball, the fullback knows you're right there. You know, so it's all part of getting back. First of all, you've got a chance of winning it. If you don't win it and your colleague wins, you're free. Yeah. And he doesn't do that. Are you knackered, though, if you're going to be running up and down all day? No. You're going to be too tired to attack the fullback? No, you're fit, fit as a fiddle. <laughs> not if you're, not if you're, if you're, if you're, no. He's, he's, I mean, there's no doubt about it. He looks after himself, trains hard. You never hear any wor- bad words about Ronaldo, you know, drinking or not behaving himself properly. No, no, he's very, very good like that. 
and he's a fit lad. So now, now all those players, Messi does it. Yeah. So some of those flaws still exist. You think? I think so. Haven't been eradicated. I think so. Now you'd you'd have to live with him with the goals that he scores. Yeah. You know, and and I, I, it's just my my own take. I I find it very difficult to to live with players who are not chasing back when they should and doing doing those things. But certainly as as a goal scorer. He's been, he's been unbelievable. Yeah, Liam asked John, or does John still have a problem with Ronaldo's attitude? And Brendan said Ronaldo is a great player now. Full stop. Great seems to be a word John has an issue with when it comes to Ronaldo. Well, I think he, I've said it before, and I'll say it again on many times. He he does a lot of things that the great players have done, and he does a lot of things that the great players would never do. Which is when he was when he was. I don't see much of him now, but you know, on the ground. Blaming his 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 his, uh, his colleagues for certain things, uh, not chasing back. Uh, now, if you if you look at him in the in the in the European Championship, for example, like he had, I think it was one match in particular he played. He was brilliant, mm. and then they played. Who who beat him in the was it Spain? Or they were beaten the, by Spain. Yeah, he missed a chance kicked, towards the end. We yeah. never kicked the ball against Spain, you know. And you know, obviously, good great players are not going to be played well, but they can do the right things, chasing back and doing all the very... I can't understand why a player, if the ball is in his vicinity, doesn't work back together. But do all great players not have some sort of a flaw? And maybe that's his one, it, it, but it shouldn't necessarily stop him being considered great? Um, well, it, it, it depends. Other people consider him great. I'm only using my own criteria mm. of it, that there's certain things he does that, there's no, that he could do better on. In other words, is that not the same with all great players, though? Well, because nobody would be a perfect player. Well, there's no such thing as the perfect player. But you, I mean, you see, the, the one you compare him with all the time, the modern players you can play, was Messi. Mm. Now, when Messi, if you see Messi when he loses the ball, he's back. Look, he gets his, does his best to get it back, right? Doesn't fall over, doesn't stay on the ground, doesn't do. I mean, don't we get it with Ronaldo? Even now, I'm not so sure even the Real Madrid supporters <laughs> love him. Because he got a lot, of, he got a lot of stick for because they could see his attitude, and he was a bit you know, prima donnish in his in his way. He, he, you know, he, they wouldn't they wouldn't take to him. Uh, obviously, they, they respect him. He scores an awful lot of goals, but they don't they don't love him the way that Barcelona fans love Messi. But he's got huge uh, things to recommend him. I mean, his goal scoring record and his goal scoring is, is is phenomenal. But I think if he if he worked and did some of the things that he should do, he he. It'd be even better. Sergio Ramos lost Welbeck for uh, the Manchester United goal. After the match, Mourinho said, "We train, we organise ourselves, we define each player's roles. Uh, look at the video, though. We uh, sorry, we look at the video to get to know our opponent's strengths and set pieces. But when you lose individual battles, there is no level of organisation that can stop it. I think it's well known that Ramos and Casillas and a couple yeah. of those senior guys don't get on very well with yeah. Mourinho. Is it a bit of a bad scene? Is it hard to win big matches when there seems to be a bit of a lack of respect between the manager and some of the key well, players? It, it, it's hard enough to win matches when everybody's pulling together. Uh, on and but you see there's, there's, when you're playing in a big match like that even though you don't get on with the manager there's a lot of self-interest in it especially in a big competition like the Champions League that even if you don't like the, the manager uh, you want to win it for your own sake where it, where it falls down a little bit is the week, week in week out matches where uh, it's not quite as important you know, I, I, I said last night on the television when we, were, when we were talking about that, was when Don Revy left Leeds in 74, we'd won the league and we were in the Champions League and then we had a Clough episode and then Jimmy Arnfield came in. And we were, we had broken up at that stage. You know, the, the, whatever was there spirit-wise in that was broken during that particular spell. And uh, it would be fair to say that we didn't all get on with Jimmy Arnfield. I didn't particularly get on with Jimmy Arnfield. And we were mediocre in the league. 
But when it came to the Champions League matches, mm. what's now the Champions League, the European Cup matches, we were the, the team of old. Mm. We got to the final. We should have won, actually. We, we, we robbed a bit in the final. But in the league matches, we weren't. We finished, I don't know what we finished. We had a bad start. I mean, we finished seventh or eighth in the league. And we weren't the same in the league as we had been. But when it came to the... Because it was self-interest for all the players. We wanted to win it. Yeah. So you can, you can, you can cover the cracks in these particular matches. You would expect Ramos then just to do his job there regardless. Oh, definitely. Because you would find, if you were talking to Ramos, he would say, I can't stand this guy, but I want to win the Champions League. You know? Yeah. So, it, it, but if, if, if Mourinho's saying that, I think he's having a bit of a go at it. Seems to be. Yeah. He hasn't done it before. Yeah. You know, managers normally protect their players. Even if it's obvious that he's made a mistake, he might say to him privately in the dressing room, you shouldn't have done, that was bad. But when you come out and talk to the press, say, well, he could have done better. You don't, you don't slag your players off. So it could be... That, that wouldn't do him any good either, you know, for the, for the next matches. All right, uh, John, just one text before we get to break here. Jerry says, uh, John Messi is probably or possibly the greatest player of all time and he's almost flawless. And you're comparing Ronaldo to him. When Ronaldo is referred to as great, it's amongst the other top players of all time. Pele, Beckenbauer, Cruyff, Muller. Some, surely some of those guys had flaws, says Jerry. They all had flaws. They all had flaws. But, I mean, if you, if you were talking about... I, when I'm talking about Ronaldo criticise, I'm talking about obvious things that he doesn't try to do. You know, see, I think your starting point in any match is you go out to do the best and you do it as honestly as you possibly can. Now, I've seen matches with Ronaldo. I saw him in a match at Old Trafford a few years ago, Manchester City derby match, and he got to the end line and he pulled the ball back and he, put, he hit it too hard and it went past everybody, right? And the fullback of City got away with it down his touchline. And Ronaldo went from the end line to the 18-yard line to the stand, his own stand, as if to say, look at that. What I've done, no, and nobody's there, right? Instead of chasing back, right? Now I think that's dreadful, and I never saw Puskas, Di Stefano, Cruyff, Messi do anything like that. All right, John, okay, that's, leave- that's one of the, that's one of the things. We're going to have to leave that one there for the time being. We'll be back right after these. Off the ball on Newstalk 106 to 108. If you want to ask John any questions on the Champions League or anything else, just text into us in 53106. We didn't talk much about Manchester United there, John. It was mostly Ronaldo and Real Madrid. Yeah. Overall, uh, you would, would you be happy enough if you were a Manchester United supporter or what happened? Aye, well, one one, if you, you, as they say, you, you would take it before the match on. I think they could have done more. I think they could have finished it off. Uh, I think uh, the big thing about Man, the big, you talk about Ronaldo for Real Madrid, mm. Rooney would be a worry. Rooney playing out of position I thought he was very very poor last night and the fact that Ferguson's playing him out of position uh, means that he's mustn't trust him to do I think he should have been an influential player last night and Eamon raised the subject uh, the the topic on the television last night where he'd heard that Ferguson actually said to somebody that uh, Rooney doesn't have that confidence in himself now it's very hard to be a great player if you don't have that real, real deep belief mm. in yourself. You know, I've never met a great player that not not don't have to be show off, but a real deep belief when on the big matches, give me the ball, take the responsibility in, in doing it. So uh, the fact that see Ferguson would know those players better than anybody else. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Is that something that would have struck you before now? Not really. No, no because I wouldn't know him, know him that well. I would just say, well, he's, he has not played as well as he could, but he hasn't done it. Like in the really big matches, if you go back to England, it's like you see what happens with the great players. The bigger the occasion, the more they grow. You know, I don't know Rooney. I can only see his ability and 
his ability. He definitely has world-class ability. Now, where he has that world-class confidence, there's an arrogance about it where he was pushed out to the right wing, you know, and Ferguson must think, OK, I'm going to... He's not going to do what I want him to do as an influential player. What I see from the outside is that Rooney should have been around the middle of the field and dictating the play mm. instead of being stuck out in the right wing to, to do next to nothing. Now, he probably would obviously feel that himself. He didn't look in the best of spirits over it. But he, but being pushed out on the right wing, and he's done on the left wing. You know, with People forward, say that's one of the great things about Rooney, that he's willing to do that. He's willing to sacrifice himself for the team. Well, well, well he is. But, but all great players do what's best for the team. But what could be best for the team is getting on the ball being influential, uh, keeping control of it, which they, which they needed Manchester United at some stage, rather than Rooney with his ability stuck out in the right wing. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously Ferguson, he's done it before. That He, he, must, he must believe, anyway, that you know, he, he doesn't have this confidence in himself to do it because you have to show the manager. Does Ferguson have something, though, uh, share part of the blame for that? Because he's constantly talking about how great Van Persie is. He's constantly talking about how great uh, Ronaldo is, even though he doesn't play for him anymore. Mm maybe you have a different reading on this John but it doesn't seem as though he's that effusive in his praise of Rooney he never seems to say anything particularly nice about no, him it, it, it could be it, it's a chicken and egg situation maybe if he gave him more encouragement uh, that would encourage Rooney to be better it certainly helps players but unless you have the, the, the whether, what, doesn't matter what the manager says to you it, these great players that I know if they have this deep conviction about themselves they don't need anybody to tell them they know I'm good. Give me the ball. I'll do. I'll do. I'll do my stuff. You know. Then the bigger the occasion, you know, the, the the better they the better they play. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to. As I say, I don't know. I don't know. I only see his ability. And my take on it is, God, he should be playing in the middle of the field, or he should be in an influential position. But I don't know him. Does it strike you that they don't have the kind of relationship that a star player and manager should have, considering they've been with each other, working yeah. with each other for years now? Yeah, would you see with Ferguson? Uh, as most managers will do, if you really do it for him, he'll love you. Yeah. Right? If you're not quite doing it like he, he would <laughs> want him to, then he's not going to love you. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like he wouldn't, there's no way Ferguson would pretend to, to, to show the same affection or respect to Rooney if he doesn't really feel it. Mm. If he feels it about Keane, which he did, Scholes, which he did, Giggs, which he did, Van Persie now, uh, why wouldn't he do it for, why wouldn't he do it for Rooney? Mm. You know, so essentially, Rooney. What we're saying here is Rooney hasn't fulfilled his potential for Ferguson. Well, he hasn't. Mm. He hasn't. I thought two years, two years ago, before he got that injury, and uh, you know, I don't know Rooney. So you put it down to his injury, uh, the the problem of his new contract. Uh, you know, but he, he hasn't moved on. On like he's twenty seven, twenty eight now, and he should be really at the peak of his his powers. Now, I thought two years ago he was he was going on to greatness, but it it has definitely stopped. He hasn't progressed to where he should be to be the great player that he's, 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 uh, his ability at that time. So he hasn't moved on. So you'd have to ask the reasons why. Yeah. I don't know because I don't know him. But it, 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 I'm only giving a theory on him now that you know maybe it is because Ferguson doesn't believe he has this deep conviction in himself that all the great players do. See, if you look at Keane when he played for Manchester United, I mean, Ferguson loved Keane. And I don't think they were all that close. Mm. But he loved him as a player. Because he was doing, he's doing his business week in and week out. Scholes was a quiet lad, but he gave him his blessing. He has with Van Persie. He had with other players. Why not? Why not Rooney? Yeah, we still have Celtic to talk about a little bit, and I do want to get to some texts as well. So we'll take a quick break and back after these. Off the ball, getting inside the game on News Talk One Hundred Six to One Hundred Eight. 
Thursday Night Football with John Giles in studio. John Celtic are as good as out of the Champions League now. They had a, well, they feel they have some cause for a gripe in that the manhandling at corner kicks wasn't punished. And funny, Gianluca Vialli was talking about this and he says that it's fair enough that they are a little bit critical that Italian defences have always got away with that kind of stuff and really needs to be stamped out. What do you think? Yeah, I, well, I, I think it, it was outrageous. It's, it's getting uh, to the stage in the premiership where it's becoming outrageous as well. And the referees and the Football Association are not taking action on it as they should. Uh, but I wouldn't put that down to their defeat no. the other night. You know, it wasn't the pulling and pushing that uh, had Ambrose making a mess of the first goal and the third goal and missing a chance when he had a clear header. Uh, like he was the big culprit. And would I, you blame him or the manager for picking? Well, he, well, you couldn't blame the player because he he played in the final. And it was the final, wasn't it, on Sunday? So, mm. and apparently he, he was asked. By Lennon and said, "Yeah, I feel great," which most players will will say. Yeah, it, it, it was a tough decision for Lennon to make. In hindsight, he'd probably say, "Well, I shouldn't have played him; he was a bit tired." But if the player said, "No, I feel okay; I'm ready to go," but the travelling in that that time there wasn't much rest in between. It's your concentration that goes. It's not just a physical thing, especially after being involved in a big game as a he was game. in an African Nations anyway, Cup final. Well, you know from travelling, you go for a long journey and you're, you're a bit tired. <laughs> you don't realise how tired you are till yeah. a day or two, especially to play in a match. So I think Lennon. Made a, made a mistake in playing him, but I could un, I could understand why he did. Uh, so the, 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 I think the pulling and pushing would be a separate separate uh, 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 topic. Yeah. On, but definitely in the match, I thought Celtic, apart from the goals, and played really well. You know, they, they, their, their attitude was good. They passed the ball well, and if goals didn't count. They would have won it easily, <laughs> no. But unfortunately, goals count, and and they couldn't complain with the Now they had a legitimate complaint about the pulling and pushing. I don't think it actually affected the game. Yeah. Uh, in 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 the manner in which. But that's something you'd like you'd like to see clamp down on. Oh, they'd have to do it, yeah. and, and it's becoming part of the culture of the game. It's been part of the culture of the game in Italy for years, and that's the way it is. And they've let it go for years. It's creeping, or more than creeping, into the Premiership now. And if the referees and the association don't take action immediately. About giving penalties or uh, fining the players or whatever they're doing, it'll get worse and worse. It is a bad situation. It's something you don't like. It's terrible. It's not I just, mean, it's not just good defending by blocking guys off and well, holding on. It's all right blocking guys off in a certain way, but you can't put your arm around somebody and pull them to the ground, which we're doing. And the referee and the and the, line, and the, the, the official behind the goals seeing it and not doing anything about it. No, it's, it's really bad. Ask John, does he think Ferdinand's performance last night makes a joke of Hodgson's stance of not picking him for England on footballing reasons? Um. Well, I, I don't think Ferdinand is, is a great defender. I think he did okay last night. But the, the man who did most uh, for Manchester United, in my opinion, last night defensively was Jones. Mm. Jones was terrific. Terrific. Even near the end, on, I don't know so, whether it was a bit of a scramble where Ronaldo and a couple of defence. It was Jones that was getting back. It was Jones that was making most of the tackles. You know, Ferdinand did his bit along with, with Johnny Evans because there was always a lot of players back. But I'd say that the star man for Manchester United in, in, for effect... In breaking things up was was John. Is he a bit disciplined at times? Does he jump in he's a bit a, much and knock lads? He was, he's one of, well, he was lucky not to get a booking last night. You know, there was a, there was a, I thought it was a penalty decision in the yeah. first half went his way. So he's, he is a little bit impetuous in that way. He's enthusiastic and he's a strong guy. And I think he learned not to do certain things at certain times. But he was very very. And I think he's a very very valuable player. And when you consider that centre back is his best position, yeah, you know, to do it in midfield the way he did it, cover the ground, get the tackles in, he was excellent. The panel's criticism of De Gea last night was ridiculous. The amazing save he made in the first half wasn't acknowledged. Um, people forget that Schmeichel was poor for his first two years. De Gea's only 22. He will be brilliant. 
Uh, that's essentially well, it. Well, I think the criticism of him was, was, was showing his weakness before the game. I think, no, we showed his saving. Afterwards, you right, thought he won his better games. Cre- no, his, his shot saving is terrific. Mm. Oh, no, there was only a couple of crosses, in the f- well, good crosses from Madrid in the, first, uh, in, in the Madrid in the first half, where he, where he was, again, he was not, nowhere near the ball. At his age and his experience, would you be giving him a chance of getting on top of that side of the game? And well, I hope so. A great it's, goalkeeper? It's, 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 um, like he doesn't have the physical presence on, you know, like I think he's a tall lad, but he doesn't have that physical presence that in a crowded area where, you know, he'd come and get everybody out of the way, excuse me, and punch it in that. He hasn't got that at the moment. Mm-hmm. Now, whether ever he, whether, if he ever gets it, I don't know. But I saw the, the criticism last night was shown a possible, you have to do that before the match, you have to show a possible weakness. And we showed his, his shot saving as well. Uh, and certainly we highlighted his shot saving, particularly one in the first half that, remember, they hit the upright. And he got a touch on it, which is great. I mean, it's no doubt his, his shot stopping is, is, is excellent. Rooney undermined Ferguson. He'll be next out. Not, I'm not sure when he undermined him. When he tried to sort out the contract, a lot of people do look back at that contract situation when Rooney... two years ago. Yeah. Is that the yeah. kind of thing, though, Ferguson's not going to forget that Rooney tried to... No, I mean, like he's, 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 that's two years ago. What, what, what Ferguson would want, like any manager, is getting a player playing for him as best he possibly can. If he's going to hold it against him, and affect his play. He's better off getting rid of him. And I don't think that's happened. I mm. think Ferguson would want Rooney out there playing and playing his best and playing as, pos- as best as he possibly can. OK, last one. Totally unrelated, John. Just a few seconds left. But Brian from Concealy wants to know, could you ask John Giles if he thinks Chris Hewton could be an Irish manager at some point? Could be. Yeah. Chris has done well. He's, he's a quiet lad. He's not a lad that shouts his mouth off. But because he, 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 he wasn't, he didn't go into management for a long time. He was always, mm. It looked like he was going to be a number two forever. Uh, but he stepped up well. Plenty of class about him. Plenty of dignity. He doesn't moan. And so far, he's done a good job wherever he's been. All right, John. We we'll leave it there. Great stuff. Thanks, John. Thanks for listening to this News Talk 106 to 108 podcast. To download other programs or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.